Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Pod Diva. Hello, Divas. This is Rachel Shelley, and you're listening to Pod Diva. If you're an LGBTQIA plus woman or non-binary person, this is your weekly podcast. And it's March. And I'm so glad it's March. Magical March, the month of sweet, <laughs> sweet spring. All those teeny tiny bulbs we planted back in deepest, darkest November are blossoming and blooming and it's getting a tad warmer. The chilly mornings are awash with light. We can actually see the sunshine sometimes at the end of the working day. It makes me want to be light and frolicsome and read Mary Oliver poems. And I'm not afraid to say it. It's goddamn glorious, people. Joining me today on this bouncy Springtime diva debrief is, of course, our very own ray of sunshine. The resplendent, the radiant Roxy Bordion, our diva magazine editor-in-chief. Roxy, how are you on this magnificently luminous first day of March? Look, the birds around you hop and play. You've even braided some blossom into your luscious flowing locks. I can almost smell their sweet Sweet, fruity fragrance. Tell me, Roxy, is is that cherry blossom to go with your blushing cherry cheeks? Oh, my goodness, Rachel. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Bring on the cherry blossom. Bring on the blushing cherry cheeks. Do you know what, my darling? I was I was having a busy old day. I was, you know, getting caught up with all that stuff. But you, you've put a spring in my step. <laughs> How lovely. I was completely enraptured. A spring in your step. Indeed, indeed. I just, the puns keep coming. Yes, that was gorgeous, Rachel. I'm so glad you're feeling all springy and lovely and you look so spring-like. It's wonderful. How fabulous. Yes, I think so. It's on its way. You can see the sunshine coming in. It's not really. It's my light. But you can see the sunshine coming in. We've got through our winter and now we're coming out into sun. And it's no coincidence that Diva magazine is blossoming and growing too with several new budding writers and staff members joining the team. Roxy, would you mind giving me a quick run through, maybe a taste of these 
flourishing newbies on Team Diva who will be spreading their wings into Pod Diva territory this month? Well, it's a very exciting time at Team Diva because the new season comes, so does the new season of Team Diva. So Nick Crossara, who many of you lovely Pod Diva listeners will know from their fabulous interviews that they've done and when they've been on Pod Diva before, they have recently been promoted and Nick, I'm very proud to say, is now Diva Deputy Editor. How awesome is that? Woohoo! Go Nick! (laughs) Absolutely, go Nick. So this is really well deserved. Nick is absolutely awesome. So hardworking, so passionate about queer culture, so talented. So this is just really fantastic and we're all really thrilled to bits for Nick. New additions to Team Diva. We have a brilliant new head of digital, Izzy Jones, who's super talented, full of great ideas, going to take our digital content to the next level. So that's awesome. Fantastic. And then we've also got two new editorial assistants. So we have got Krista McKenzie. Um, and we've got Georgia Dimdor Miles. And again, they are both so talented, really strong writers, really interesting voices, and really fantastic insights into queer culture. So I can't wait for all of you lovely Pod Diva listeners to meet them because you're going to love them. That's an amazing bunch you've got there, Roxy. I mean, a brilliantly diverse group from wild swimmers to arm wrestlers and tea drinkers. It's amazing. And then you can have a sneaky peek at these lustrous and lucid lovelies (laughs) by picking up a copy of Diva magazine and reading more about them. On that same page where you read all about the new uh, Diva team, I still love three secrets about each of them. Shah Bailey says... My dog is called Karma because she's a bitch. (laughs) Woof, woof. So cool. Had you heard that before? I I think that this is just Shah's dog is called Karma because she's a bitch. Like, I think that's just fantastic. No, I had not heard this before, but this is very, very exciting, interesting news. I love that. And the longer, warmer days, of course, allow us to be out and about. And Diva Magazine has a whole slew of ideas about how to do that safely. There's a great piece in this month's magazine which details how to connect with others from the LGBTQIA community, whether that's wild swimming at Queer Swim Margate or foraging at Misery Party. I remember, do you remember Jennifer Beals talking about that in her recent interview, Roxy? She mentioned Mm. foraging. And of course, you can still listen to that interview amongst our vast catalogue of Pod Diva episodes that are available for everyone to listen to wherever you are in the world. And there's also ones about walking, lesbian outdoor network, queer hiking in Bristol or Edinburgh. They're available across the whole country. All these amazing things you can do and enjoy the outdoors. Roxy, is that something that you like to do? Do you like to skip through a meadow of cowslips and buttercups (laughs) with those gorgeous flowers in your hair? Do you and your maids dance in a ring? Will you come with me into the woods where spring is advancing and bathe and do some forest bathing, (laughs) which I love. I love forest bathing. Oh, my goodness. Rachel, I will come with you into any woods when spring is advancing and we will have a lovely, frolicking, (laughs) merry time. I love this idea of skipping through meadows of cowslips and buttercups. There's no other way to travel through a meadow of cowslips and buttercups. You've got to skip. You gotta skip. <laughs> and obviously I am never seen in public without my maids dancing in a ring. 
Like, you know, what sensible, <laughs> self-respecting lesbian is seen in public without the maids in the ring, for God's sake. We've got to keep up standards here. Yeah, yeah, don't let standards drop. <laughs> but, Rachel, I do have one question for you. You said you love yeah. forest bathing. What is forest bathing, please? Oh, forest bathing. It's, um. well, the older I get, the more I love to do this because I think, the great outdoors just becomes more and more important to me. I think it comes from a Japanese practice. It's about finding calm amongst trees, observing nature, just going out there, breathing deeply helps with stress and boost well-being. I think in Japanese, it's called Shinrin Yoku. The Japanese know all about spring. They also do that other thing, you know, where they picnic under the cherry blossom trees every year. And that's such a beautiful delicate little ritual you know putting a blanket underneath the trees and having a picnic celebrating the spring looking up into all that beautiful pinkness that's called hanami but it's just a lovely thing that everyone can do and it's free forest bathing I think it's it's on the rise for sure and when the bluebells come out which is a bit later on this year then it's absolutely glorious and the smell of the bluebells as well I mean it's just amazing doi tashi mashite as they say in Japan. You're welcome. Wow, very good. I mean, it sounds gorgeous being in a forest and breathing deeply and getting all soothed and calmed. I love the idea of that. Definitely need to get myself into a forest soon and do some bathing. Do you do much of that though? Is that something that I know you like to skip through meadows with your maids, but is it something <laughs> that is it something that you feel you need to do because I now get a sense where I feel I have to do it all these great outdoor because it's something that you that you actually do well yes yes absolutely I think I always felt quite an indoorsy person always felt quite indoorsy quite enjoyed being inside quite scared of the outside scared's maybe the wrong word but not I wasn't your, your outdoorsy sporty type put it that way right and then in recent years certainly probably since lockdown and the pandemic and everything yeah. since then I think I found a new appreciation for and necessity for having those moments in nature and those moments of putting things in perspective and feeling calmed and soothed. And certainly now that is something I like to do as often as I can. You do definitely feel cleansed by it, don't you? Yeah, for sure. I think they've done all sorts of scientific studies into it as well about being around green colours and how it's more restful on the eye if you Mm. can see a far horizon than a close horizon just good for physicality like if you're looking at a computer screen all day it's obviously we all know Mm. it's horrible for your eyes you need to have those softer further horizons yeah just to improve your eyesight literally Mm. I think it's amazing what nature does and of course it's free and if you can go out and socialize like this page of information in diva magazine I think that's really helpful to find others if you're a bit nervous about doing it on your own which understandably some people are but it's all across the country edinburgh birmingham everywhere wherever you are definitely get out there into the spring into the spring (laughs) and now roxy to gloves to gloves she's so amazing our incandescent cover star the one and only kate blanchett oh roxy what a scoop getting kate Blanchett on the cover of Diva magazine. Talk about amazing. She is the pick of the bunch. She is the sweetest nectar. <laughs> she is obviously the queen bee. Roxy, spill the nectar. How was this 
for you. Well, we are so delighted to have the one, the only, the queer icon. She's such, such an icon for our community and just an icon just generally. Just generally, yes. <laughs> just generally, everybody bloody loves a bit of cake, don't they? Everybody, everybody. <laughs> we were so, so thrilled to get her on the cover and she looks so awesome oof those cheekbones that charisma that radiance it is a radiance it It just kind of comes out of her this kind of light just kind of emanates from her somehow from it's not just a physical thing it's Mm. it's not just like she's beautiful yeah there's something in her is i don't know there definitely is. is we have a lot of icons in the queer community and a lot of people that we really appreciate and love Kate is such an icon. There's fandoms generated all about her. There's an amazing Instagram account called at Dyke Blanchett, which is so much fun. <laughs> where it's basically just kind of looking at every time Kate Blanchett did absolutely anything and just making it a little bit queer. She's just awesome. And I think it is that she's, yes, she's beautiful. Yes, she's got cheekbones to die for. And yes, she is phenomenally, phenomenally talented. Like what a powerhouse performer who fully immerses herself in every role but she's also you know I think things that appeal to the queer community apart from the fact that she played Carol in Carol which is quite a big quite a big factor to gloves to gloves anytime we can say it (laughs) she's got such a great mix of strength and vulnerability and a sort of uniqueness to her a uniqueness to Mm. her her beauty and her performances and just to her her charisma like you say radiant just got a great essence about her so yes we were absolutely thrilled to have Kate Blanchett on the cover if You haven't already seen her latest film called Tar, directed by Todd Field. It's a psychological drama all about a fictional female conductor and composer, Lydia Tarr, mostly set in Berlin, but it travels around. I mean, if you haven't already seen it, good Lord, why not? (laughs) Because it's amazing and it's a very interesting film. She's just won the BAFTA. She's probably going to get an Oscar. She got a Golden Globe. It's such a performance. It's really just her, mostly. Don't know if you mm. felt this, Roxy. The beginning is quite slow, but it does pull you in. Yeah. It, I found it almost a bit perverse at the beginning, like it's testing you. Turn off. Go on, you can turn off. You can walk away from this film <laughs> because it's quite weird. But the payoff is huge when you stick with it and you realize at the end, it's yeah. a very satisfying watch because at the end, without giving all the twists and turns away, you realise that it's all about her personality that pulls you Mm. in. And then there's this power vacuum and you realise you're in, you're sucked in. You're actually going, yes, that seems totally normal what she's doing for her daughter at the school gates. That seems normal. (laughs) And she's deadly, Mm. isn't she? She's kind of deadly. Yeah, she is. Yes. She kind of then spits you out and you realise and the character's genius just keeps going. I really, I really loved it. It was so absorbing. Mm, It's so, so absorbing. And the way that Kate inhabits that role, she can play a U-Haul dyke incredibly well. She doesn't know how to wear a trouser suit, does Kate. That kind of ease in her own skin and that kind of sense of I'm here and and I've got something about me and you're all paying attention to it. And the way that she did such a sort of Mm. subtle, nuanced, Mm, believable performance of this person absolutely it was gripping it was like 
like a, a character study, wasn't it? It was a two and a half hour character study where you yeah, got proper yeah. absorbed. And because yeah. she's such a good actress, such a good actor, yeah. it really, really um, drew you in. Yeah, I thought it was really fascinating. And you've quoted her. It's existential. It's much more existential. It has tentacles, this film, and it does feel like that. It slowly, slowly grabs you and twists you and... So many issues, cancel culture, intersectionality, I'm quoting her now, separating the art from the artist and life in the post-lockdown era. Hot button topics, as you say. Beyond Borders this month, Roxy, is from Cyprus. Have you ever been to Cyprus? Do you know what? I've never been to Cyprus, no. No. I haven't. But you do feel like you're getting a taste of, of Cyprus listening to the segment. Yeah, Cyprus is this small... Mediterranean island, an independent state. Eileen first got in touch with me and Pod Diva when I did that personal retrospective on the L Word Generation Q. Another goodie, listener, that is still available on our extensive Pod Diva archive. Very good. One of my all-time <laughs> favourite, possibly my all-time favourite Pod Diva episode, that one. Oh, well, thank you very much. Yes, Alina was born into a country where being gay was illegal. It only became legal in 1998. Same-sex unions only became legal in Cyprus since 2015. Civil partnerships. Mm. Quite incredible. Let's take a listen. Come back and talk about it afterwards. Pod Diva. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. Yeah, sas. Hi there. Me, Elina. My name is Elina. I'm in Cyprus. And I live in Cyprus. Homosexuality in Cyprus was illegal until 1998. I was born in 1991. For a number of years, while I was alive, it was actually illegal to be gay. Just to be gay. This is something I can't wrap my head around. Cyprus is an island in the Mediterranean Sea. It's an independent country at the crossroads between three continents, Europe, Asia, and Africa. I live in Limassol, where I was born and raised, the second largest city of the country, located at its southern coast. Cyprus's location was what made it quite popular in the past uh, because it was found between three continents. It was considered to be a strategically perfect location. Cyprus had to defend itself against many rulers, always under the rule of one empire or another. Cyprus became an independent country in just 1960. Even though I have never lived at a time when Cyprus was not independent, I can still see its history reflected today. It's reflected in its culture and it's reflected even in its language. We do speak Greek, but the Cypriot dialect is quite peculiar. It can actually be quite difficult for someone from Greece to understand, not only because of the accent, but also because it includes words that originate from other languages, from the other rulers, such as English and Turkish. The Turkish invasion took place in 1974. Cyprus was split. You have the southernmost side, which is where I live, and this is the Republic of Cyprus that is also a member of the European Union. And then you've got the northern side, which is the occupied uh, side of Cyprus, and a UN buffer zone that sits between the two. So from this very oversimplified overview of Cypriot history, you can understand that Cypriot people are not strangers to conflict. And I believe this is what has bred a sort of us versus them sensibility. I can see that it is eventually going to fade. It's already fading, but it's still there. This is what has caused Cypriot people to subconsciously maybe hide the parts of themselves that make them different to everyone else. They would much rather focus on what makes them the same. And of course, this hasn't left the LGBTQI community untouched. Thankfully, having joined the EU, we are forced to align ourselves with more fundamental and more liberal principles. And I am hoping that eventually this will lead to more widespread acceptance. Greek Cypriots have the need to hold on very tightly to what they believe helps them identify with the 
Greek ethnicity the most. One of these things is religion. Cyprus's constitution recognizes freedom of religion. The country doesn't have an official religion, but the vast majority of people identify as Greek Orthodox Christians. Almost every single Greek Cypriot, usually before you turn one, you are baptized in a Greek Orthodox church. The Church of Cyprus has a lot of influence, not just over people, but also over the government, over legislature as well. Even a few years ago, when Parliament was debating civil partnerships, which did eventually recognize same-sex civil partnerships, but did not grant same-sex civil partners the right for having children, you can imagine the reactions and the atrocities that were heard by representatives of the Greek Orthodox Church in Cyprus. This is actually an issue, one of the most serious problems faced by LGBTQI people. I was fortunate enough to grow up in a family that always had that freedom to think of sexuality and religion as two very different and not in any way overlapping principles. And I know a few people keeping themselves locked in the closet because it doesn't sit well with their religious identity. And that's a tragedy on its own. Even before I attended nursery school, I really, really wanted to attend church and I really, really wanted to hear stories about Jesus and I'm pretty sure that the reason behind that is the fact that I subconsciously knew something was different about me and I was trying to find that community, that group with which I could identify and which would eventually make me feel less different, less of an outsider. Football played a very, very big role in my uh, childhood years. On an island that has sunshine, for maybe 340 days of the year, what better thing to do outside than play sports? And I became a teenager, I became more self-conscious, and it wasn't really uh, a cool thing for a girl to be the only one playing football with the boys. So I stopped playing football, which coincided with the time when I was coming to terms with my sexuality. Eventually, I came out when I was 16, I went off to uni in England in 2009. I made the decision to join the women's football team at university. And honestly, I can say that it was one of the best decisions I made in my life. The Royal Holloway women's football team was my home for those three years at university during my undergrad degree. They were my friends. They were my teammates. They were the people who I didn't even really have to come out to because they sort of just understood that I was, uh, I was gay. And they made me feel like I had a community. They made me feel part of a team. They made me feel like home. 
football continues to have a very important role in my life. I'm no longer a player, I'm rather a spectator. So both me and my partner enjoy football. We support the same local team. You're very likely to find us in a pub watching a game. If you were to ask me whether I experience homophobia in my day-to-day -day life, I would say no. I'm out to all my close friends. I'm out to my parents and brother. I'm out at work. I'm not sure if that's the result of my circumstances or whether it's a reflection of change in our culture. I have a, a younger brother, he's 11 years younger than me, and he belongs to Gen Z. I do see a massive difference in how his generation approaches issues of sexuality and sexual identity. They can be summarized in three words. They don't care. I'm hoping that in 10 years time, because there'll be more Gen Z people and because they will start to outnumber the older generations that everyone will eventually not care. It might not all be unicorns and rainbows here, but I love my life here, which is why I chose to move back after being in the UK for six years. We get to enjoy the sun. I get to have the privilege of living five or 10 minute drive to the sea. My office is about a two-minute walk from the sea. My parents' house is a two-minute drive. So small distances are great. You get to be spontaneous. And perhaps the biggest perk of living here and having grown up here is how tight-knit people are. So your people are your people. Families tend to remain very close. I'll make the effort to visit my parents at least once a day. Family is very valued. It's great when you actually have a family, whether they be a chosen family or whether they be your family that you were born into, because you always know that you have a place where you belong. We are becoming better when it comes to equality and when it comes to LGBTQI issues. I've seen more same-sex couples having visited the country than ever before, and I think it will eventually. Cyprus will become a gay destination. I don't know, it's just a hunch. And at the end of the day, I may moan about the influence of the church and I may feel discouraged or disheartened by living in a country that's essentially split in two. Or I may be frustrated with the corruption that's inevitable in a country with about, what, a million in total population. But I wouldn't change it for the world. Firstly, I just wanted to say thank you, Alina, for sharing your story. I mean, being a part of Beyond Borders, I know it's not an easy process, but I think it's a very rewarding one. That's what everyone says. I haven't been to Cyprus either, but I did live on quite a similar similar looking Mediterranean island for three years between the ages of six and nine called Malta. Malta is tiny, about the size of Manchester. But if you're listening and you are from Malta, please get in touch and I'll feature your story on Beyond Borders. <laughs> Northern Cyprus, interestingly, was the last European territory to decriminalise homosexuality in 2014. That's the northern part. It's a territory, if we can call it that, because obviously it's still disputed. But I love the way Alina talked about being shaped by her society and the history. Mm. You know, it's it's so complicated when you start digging into this stuff. But that is 
that representation. If there's no representation, then you don't get to know that it's okay to be who you are. In a small island like Cyprus, obviously, representation becomes even more crucial. That's it. And I think, Alina, thank you so much for sharing your story. That was really powerful. And I completely agree with you, Rachel, that it's so, so important that we do share these stories and we do talk about representation because that can show people that you are not alone. Mm. There are There is a community out there. And I love the fact that she found her a chosen family, as it were, in a football yes. team in London when she came to, to university here in London. And I think that's really lovely. And you hear that a lot, sport being such an important part. Mm-hmm. And like she said, she didn't even feel she had to come out to them. It was just there. So the piece from Eilina talking about community, environment, our society, how our culture shapes us. I was reminded of one of many really strong articles in Diva magazine by Clarkisha Kent on gendered hair and fat phobia from her book, Big Bitch Manifesto. And I really wanted to say Big Bitch Manifesto. Let's just say it one more time. Big Bitch Manifesto. I mean, it's brilliant. Roxy, could you outline a little bit about the article for our listeners? And of course, when you finish listening, go get the magazine and read this article. But Roxy, maybe you could just outline a little bit for us. Yeah, so Clarkisha Kent is such a powerful and talented writer. Um, and in this piece, which is an extract from Clarkisha's book, Fat Off, Fat On, A Big Bitch Manifesto. And I agree, what a title. And she talks specifically about her experience growing up as a woman of colour, as someone who was on the receiving end of some pretty cruel fat phobia. She talks about the gendered nature that people view the topic of hair, particularly in her community. So it's a really, really powerful piece. And I'd really recommend that readers go and read Clarkisha's piece and then and then read Clarkisha's book. I found that, uh, what she wrote, I found it really upsetting, being size-shamed as a little girl. Found that really upsetting and really poignant. It's a really powerful and important story. So Clarkisha Kent, check out that book. Again and again, we see it in people's stories that representation matters. It's crucial to everyone's sense of well-being to become the most beautiful flower that we all have the potential to be. I mean, it's like a scientific equation, isn't it? If we don't get the sunlight and the water that we need, if we don't get the love and support, we won't fulfill our potential. We spoke about this a few months back. We need to be careful like those sensitive ferns that Valentino Vecchietti discussed in order to blossom and show our true beautiful colours across the spectrum. Yes. So they were some of my favourite articles in the magazine this month, the Kate Blanchett interview, Clarkisha Kent, and of course, all this stuff about being outside. Did you have some? I know they're all your darlings, Roxy, and it's very <laughs> hard for you to choose. But do you have a favourite child amongst all the beautiful little darlings that are in your magazine this month (laughs) it's always so hard to choose because there's all sorts of gorgeous content in there and it's all um, very different so there are lots of Mm. wonderful different children so I don't know if I've got favorites but I've definitely got some that I really really enjoyed and, and was and was gripped by that it'd be great to talk about one that I really loved was Nick Crossara our fabulous new deputy editor did your essential guide to swiping when queer. So the idea of this feature was that we tried 
every dating app we could find so that you, my darling Pod Diva listener, do not have to. And Nick road tested all these different dating apps to see how they ranked when it came to the queer community. And it was really, really interesting. Some of them kind of do a lot of stuff specifically to include us, to, you know, to be as inclusive as possible for people with different gender identities or different sexualities. And I thought that was great. My absolute favourite bit of this feature is right at the end when Nick is talking about one of the apps in question and they write about the Her app, though I confess I may be biased as I matched with an Aquarius woman who has completely changed my world and is always on my mind. So I just kind of love (laughs) that in creating this feature, there was also this kind of lovely story of of meeting someone and that going well. So I thought that was a really, really good, really interesting feature. And a useful one, a useful one for people who um, are looking for, for romance or to meet people or whatever it is. Yes. When, when I read the magazine and we've got new writers and I haven't met them all yet and yet you read them and you get a real sense of each person and you hear a little bit about their character, who they are and their experiences and you feel, I hope the listeners feel that as well, you feel like you get to know people just through their writing. Even when they're talking, writing about someone else, their character, their personality comes through and that's that's beautiful because you feel like you get to know Team Diva on a much more intimate way. Is that something that you've actively encouraged, Roxy? Do you know what it is? And it's probably different to maybe a lot of more mainstream magazines. But I think with Diva, I think it's something very particularly special that we are talking to our readers about the very fabric of who they are, about how they feel about their identity, about the who they love, who they're attracted to, how they want to move through this world, what is the most authentic version of them. Through our writers, when it's appropriate, through our writers expressing themselves and sharing their worldview, their experiences. It's telling the reader a story which is one of connection, which is one, again, of you're not alone. And I think that that's really powerful. Um, so, so I love it. I love it when a writer has a personality and a point of view and you can get to know them through their writing. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. It probably is a bit different from a lot of mainstream magazines. Yeah. You build up a relationship just by reading the magazine with a whole bunch of people who work on it. And that's fantastic. I think that's really good. There was one other article that did make me giggle. Vulva Stigma Must End Now by Florence Schechter. She runs and founded the Vagina Museum in 2017. She heard that there was a penis museum somewhere in the world and she looked it up, but there wasn't a vagina one. And she was quite cross about that. So she decided I'm going to just make it happen for myself. It used to be in Camden in London. It's now looking for new premises, which is a bit sad. She also talks about about why she didn't call it the Vulva Museum. The world still hasn't as yet caught up with the idea that the vulva is different from the vagina. I remember doing vagina monologues years ago. You remember? Do you remember that play oh, by yes, Eve Ensler, yeah. Roxy? I did it in LA alongside Jennifer Beals and Alexandra Hedison. It was about must have been like 15, 20 years ago now, but it was a really wild evening. Yeah. It was pretty it was pretty amazing to stand on a stage and scream about your vagina. Quite <laughs> funny. And I I also wrote uh, when I was writing for Diva, I wrote a whole column all about mm. what do you call it? 
And I remember there was an L word episode yes. as well, where everyone was talking about what they call it. It was all these names. I don't know how many you have up your sleeve. How many terms, not obviously vaginas, not how many vaginas <laughs> you have up your sleeve, Roxy, but how many terms for vagina you have up your sleeve. I mean, some of my favorite ones. I do like coochie coo. I don't know why. Yoni is a good one. Snatch. Snatch. <laughs> oh, Rachel, you saying snatch is just fantastic. I love that. You're snatch. so, <laughs> so snatch. lovely and proper. I love that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, the thing is, there's so many inventive names for it, isn't there? Yeah. Historically, I think I've referred to mine as my downstairs miss. Your downstairs what? My downstairs miss. Like, just, you know, that's that's what's going on down there kind of thing. I also, I quite like to go a bit, I like to go a bit tavern wench with it and go a bit me privy parts. I quite enjoy me privy parts. I think that's got a bit of character. That sounds like something from Coronation Street. Uh, oh, me privy parts. <laughs> Something that Bet Lynch would say, oh, I've got a bit of a problem with the privy part. Absolutely. Love a bit of Bet Lynch. You know, I love leopard print. Yeah, who doesn't? And I'm partial to privy parts. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> Bet Lynch perhaps was more of a figure in my upbringing than I realised. It's all coming together and making sense. Oh, my goodness. And I think the Americans have a whole host of other ones, don't they, that sort of pass us by. Like, they say twat don't they? Which is not something... Don't they say twat? No, they say twat. Twat? Twat. Look, I used to Tw think that twat <laughs> was an idiot, right? When I was a kid, I used to call people a twat, right? right? What a twat. Yeah. And then when I was in America, I can remember people saying to me, that's a terrible thing to say. It's like saying cunt. Oh. And I was like, is it? I thought it was just like, you're an idiot. You're a bit of an idiot. And then I heard other people say twat. And that maybe it was the pronunciation. Maybe someone can clarify this for us. I mean, you've got crab cake, you've got lady flower, heaven's door. There's so many. There's so many. There's so many. It's all coming back to me now with the uh, the vagina monologues. And it was that piece where there was all the different yes. names for it. It was reclaiming cunt. Yeah, That was what that piece was, wasn't it? And it was all about yeah. we shouldn't be scared of the word. We should enjoy mm. its yeah. power and its gravity yes. and really savour every letter. Yes, I remember that well. Oh, my goodness. Yes, of course. We all remember that when we first heard that. I find it when someone shouts it viciously and it's all about intention, isn't it? If someone Indeed. calls someone a cunt, oh, when it's said as a derogatory, it's the worst, I think. Yes. But if you say, if you say it deliciously, mm. cunt, it's... The opposite. It's such a strange word. It's such a powerful word. But it is very interesting that the word that's the most powerful, shocking swear word people can use is also a word for mm. our downstairs miss, isn't it? I mean, that's telling. Yeah, it is. It really is. I mean, if you think about it, if someone calls you a dick, it's nothing. You're a bit of a dick. Yeah. But if someone says you're a bit of a cunt, yeah. you'd be like... That's quite upsetting. Goodness me. Really quite upsetting. But Florence wants us to call it our vulva. A vulva, which I think is good. And I try and, with my daughter, I've tried to be very scientific about it. It is your vulva. But I can remember I was a bit concerned that she might think that it comes with side impact bars as standard <laughs> because of you calling it a vulva. And I didn't want her to get confused. It's a whole minefield, I think. Um. 
It's another amazing issue of Diva magazine, Roxy. Of course, you should be very proud. Just beautiful with Kate Blanchett shining off the cover. She really is the very essence of luminosity. She literally seems to radiate light. She warms you up like an embodiment of spring. Couldn't agree more, absolutely. Do you know, Roxy, what do we have coming up on Pod Diva? Well, I would tell you, but it's all the talk of the the twats and the twats and it's all just gone. (laughs) Um, um. I have to say, Roxy, that all this talk about cunts and snatches and privy parts and everything, I think we've both got a nice cherry blossom blush going on and lovely cherry lips as well i would say if that wasn't too personal rachel it's all getting out of hand isn't it i mean i'm enjoying it immensely it is getting out of hand but that's what happens at the end of a podcast (laughs) you get a bit delirious you you feel like we've gone through it we've got through it we've done everything more or less that we wanted to do and now i'm a bit delirious i'm back i'm back so Roxy, do you know what's coming up next in this beautiful springtime month of March pod diva? Oh, yes. So next week, we have a real treat in store for you. We have the stars of the film Scare, BNB, The Hosts, a two-parter, which will be on Diva Box Office. And we have an interview with Lily Richards, Mandela Rose and Sterling Victorian. And that interview has been done by our brand new head of digital Izzy Jones. Izzy Jones people Izzy Jones and then we have a new feature the week after that that I'm really excited about it's called The Relationship Room on Pod Diva and this is obviously with Diva's own agony aunt Ali Hendry Ballard. Ali is a holistic relationship coach this first episode is with Natalie Alexis Lee on how to create the life you want I'm really excited about this new feature. Can't wait to hear that one. I'd love to create the life I want. Sounds fantastic. What's the secret? I'm signing up now. (laughs) Um, One of them, I think, is to get out into the countryside and walk and breathe and just maybe if you've got a dog, throw that into the mix because that's Mm. always good. But generally, just add sunshine and water and generate some sweet, sweet sugar and grow and stretch Reach your full potential, let your tendrils spill into new worlds, stretch into the skies, my lovely, and breathe in and out. And luxuriate in your radiant robes and yellow laces and all the beautiful colours of the rainbow. See you next week, listeners. Luxuriate in the shimmering miles of spring where you can. Yes, go and shimmer, you lovely, lovely queer butterfly, and have a fabulous spring. And we sound a bit like we're going to sleep now, but it's been a a, a hell of a roller coaster, fabulous ride of an episode. And thank you for listening, and lots of love. Pod Diva. Thank you for listening to Pod Diva, queers for your ears, in association with Diva Magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people. Please listen and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Diva Magazine. You can email us at editorial at divamag.co.uk. Share the love by leaving us a review. Pod Diva, queers for your ears. Pod Diva. I love that. That was a bit of a sort of... <laughs> I said lots of love like... <laughs> I said lots of love like I'd been speaking to my grand or something and hanging up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Ever 
catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.